I really am not going to lie. I pitched this as a, as a joke when I originally brought this up as something that we should watch. And when you guys were like, we can watch the boom, the B movie. I was like, well, I guess I'll double down and, and get us to watch it. <laughs> so. so you're so, saying B movie is as good as in Bruges? Uh, no, B movie is way worse than in Bruges. Mm. At least, at least eight points worse. It was, I don't know. I just, I like, I walked away from this movie. I'm like, Jerry Seinfeld was such a successful actor and he was on one of the most, you know, well-known and and respected TV shows from the 90s. So, like, why was his only stab at a movie the B movie? Hello and welcome to the Amped About Movies podcast. I'm David, and today Colin, Chad, Andrew, and I will discuss the 2007 comedy movie, The B-Movie, which is currently available on Netflix. This movie was written by Jerry Seinfeld, Spike Fairston, Barry Martyr, and was directed by Simon Smith and Steve Hickner, and stars Jerry Seinfeld, Renee Zellweger, Matthew Broderick, and Patrick Warburton. A quick plot synopsis for the uninitiated. Barry B. Benson, a B just graduated from college, is disillusioned at his lone career choice, making honey. On a special trip outside the hive, Barry's life is saved by Vanessa, a florist in New York City. As their relationship blossoms, he discovers humans actually eat honey and subsequently decides to sue them. Hijinks ensue. There will be spoilers in this podcast, so we highly recommend you watch the movie before listening. Next week, we will be watching Shutter Island, which is currently available on Netflix. Without any further ado, we're going to hand it over to Beard because he's finally back after his long vacation. Welcome back, Beard. What do you have to say about this movie? Thanks, David. Um, I really missed uh, contributing to this podcast while I was gone, so it's definitely good to be Aww. back. And you guys watched some good ones while I was gone. So Bring some more to my heart. <laughs> so, yeah, this movie... I had, so first of all, I've never seen it before, and I had pretty low expectations going into this. Um, basically, I kind of figure any any movie that gets heavily memed is uh, probably, probably doesn't mean it's <laughs> like, you know, uh, a fantastic film. No, I, have, I, I have qualms with that statement right off the bat. <laughs> oh, shoot, okay. Well, I don't know, I mean. What what is like a highly memed movie that that is like generally considered like a you know a, a very solid film? Shrek. I was gonna say Shrek. Yes, that's exactly what I was Shrek gonna say. Shrek Space. That's For that sure. was my first criteria. I was like, okay, I was gonna p- compare this movie to Shrek a lot because I personally think though it be memed, Shrek is a way better film. Well, to be fair, I haven't seen Shrek in I don't know probably ten years or more. So. It could be better than I remember it. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if this was just a byproduct of watching the B movie, but I got like recommended a Shrek video essay on like how Shrek still stands up these days, and I watched it. And I was like, yeah, man, Shrek is awesome. <laughs> the original Shrek's actually very good. The red, like the all the sequels, mm-hmm. I think they just try to cash in on it. But the initial one, like the premise, is really good, and like yeah. Mike Myers and whoever did Farquaad killed it. Mm-hmm. Like. So I, I, Dude, and Eddie Murphy, okay. too. Yeah. Eddie Murphy, also the goat. I'm making waffles. No, he was a donkey. Yeah, he's a donkey. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe my judgment is kind of clouded by all the the sequels and everything. 
Yeah, um, but you have a fair point that that's not a great setting of expectations. <laughs> True. Also, like, I kind of feel like a lot of the memes and stuff around the B movie were like that it was weird or goofy or not that great. So mm-hmm. I don't know. My, yeah, my expectations were not that great. But actually, I, I, I did kind of like this movie. Um, that is probably because I like Seinfeld. And so since Jerry Seinfeld wrote this movie, I was like, oh, yeah, like same type of humor. So uh, there were I, I laughed a lot. There were some like really goofy lines that I watched. And I was like, oh, yeah, only I would find that funny. But <laughs> I, I did enjoy it nonetheless. Um, other than that, though, I, I, could, I couldn't say that there were like a lot of like, great things I was uh, picking up from this movie. Um, it, it's it's weird. It's out there. Um, the premise just gets like more and more ridiculous as the movie goes on. It's, you know, at first you're like, oh, OK, you know, like what if bees were anthropomorphic? That's like it's kind of like the Disney formula, right? They take like some kind of um, thing mm-hmm. and then they kind of you know like oh well what if they had you know complex thoughts and you know what if they had like a society and then it just like kind of unravels slowly and slowly to where they're like whoa, whoa, whoa wait what if all of the bees sued all of humanity <laughs> and then like oh what if bees landed a plane and it's like oh what if no bees <laughs> pollinated any plants and, and it's just like it, it gets like more and more out there which you know like was goofy and and I, there was some merit in that but uh it was also what like a little hard to find fell in love with a human yeah that well yeah i i, I didn't even mention that one I'm now that's saying now we're getting somewhere so I, I think it's more outlandish that it goes the other way around what if the human fell in love with the bee <laughs> well yeah 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 i was like wondering that too like one of the notes i was writing was i was like yo why does this lady talk with the bee as if like that's a normal thing to do <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so. Man. so yeah i don't know i mean it was it was enjoyable and like it was good too because I, I i watched this at like midnight on a saturday so like i was not like the most engaged i could have possibly been so it was like it was a good you know easy going saturday night chill out wow. movie. um so yes. i you know for, for what it's worth it, it was good um that's what I got to say. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Beard. Colin, take it away. Thank you. In honor of this being one of the most meme movies ever, uh, I didn't actually watch the regular B movie. I watched it. <laughs> uh, whenever they said the word B, it sped up. So I only had to watch it for like nine minutes. It was all just exposition at the beginning and high-pitched voices and then uh yeah it got to the point where he got into a car with the family and they all said b like six times in a row and it ended it was great oh that is so early (laughs) then uh i was like you know what i gotta i gotta make up for the fact i only saw like 20 minutes at the beginning so instead i watched it at 3000 speed and whenever they said the word b it went normal and then i filled (laughs) in the rest of the plot so I don't know anything about the dialogue. It could have been pretty good. Jerry Seinfeld's a funny guy. But uh, just from the quickly moving pictures on my screen, it seemed okay. Yeah. You know, oh I've actually God. seen that too. I Before I even watched the B movie, like years ago in college, I watched like the, you know, like it speeds up every time they say B version on YouTube. So mm-hmm. I guess I had like some concept of what this movie was about. But yeah, yeah that's uh, it. it's a trip to, to watch it like that quickly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I did that when I was in college. Me and my friend, we tried to do Rocky, but every time he said Adrian, it would speed up. 
And he doesn't say Adrian until like 45 minutes in. So, <laughs> and then it was over. So, you know, it was, it was fun. <laughs> um, well, I appreciate that, Colin. Thank you for, for reminding us about all the memes. I, I've definitely seen my fair share of B-movie memes. And I think that, personally, I think some of the memes do this movie a disservice, kind of like what you were saying, Beard. I think this movie is better than what the memes prey on if you if you will you know i feel like the whole you like jazz thing i thought that i honestly kind of forgot how that movie how the movie went because i'd seen it before then i saw the memes and then it'd been like a couple years so i kind of thought that his character was going to be a lot more cringy and then i and then it's more of like a throwaway like oh what am i going to say to this woman like how am i going to talk to a human for the first time what am i going to say something dumb like you like jazz like he's self-aware Right. Of the fact that it's a stupid thing to say, which I think gives the movie a lot more credibility mm-hmm. um, and it gives the character a lot more um, honesty. And I, I really liked that it wasn't so it wasn't quite as bad as I would have expected based on the memes. However, it was still terrible and I hated it. So <laughs> so in addition to that, uh, I saw that the scene where he says, do you like jazz uh, in 24 different languages? So I can also <laughs> you know, talk about that if anyone wants to know. That was great. <laughs> My favorite was probably Korean. Oh, I love that. Can you repeat any of the phrases that you learned this week? Uh, no, I cannot repeat for the class. It was funny. Right. They did have separate uh, Barcelonan and regular Spanish. Hmm. So apparently, they just, yeah. That's cool, yeah. TH inflection on do you mm. like jazz? Do you like jazz? Death? <laughs> well that's awesome yeah i i personally just i i think the plot tries a little bit too hard Mm -hmm. i feel like that they didn't really know where to go with the plot kind of like to the opposite of what you were saying beard i think that they were just all over the place but with no real direction and by the time we get to the end the profoundness that was kind of attempted in this movie gets completely shut down by itself I just the fact that he's like, oh, man, I'm so dis I'm so disenfranchised by the by the fact that I have to work for the rest of my life. This sucks. Then he leaves. He realizes a way to get out of work for the rest of his life. And then it completely destroys the planet. And he realizes that if bees don't work as hard as we ever did before, the world will die. So we have to work. That's the only way it works. That's basically like (laughs) that's like what? (laughs) I also fell asleep like three times during this movie and I watched it at 6 p.m. So I was just I, really I actually crazy. also fell asleep like three times. Yeah, I mean, not like fell asleep, but like, right, you know, right. The story did not offer. Right. Like, that's, a, that's what I mean, too. Like, I didn't actually miss anything, but I was definitely dozing off and I was trying to stay awake and it was 6 p.m. So I'm just saying that does not happen to me a lot. That's kind of where I'm going with this. I'm impressed that you watched it at midnight. So that's all I have to say. Colin, you have anything else before we pass it to Chad? You like jazz? <laughs> Actually, yes, I do quite a lot. All right, so Chad. This, this is just a question for my understanding. How much of this movie has Ray Liotta in it? Is it a, is it a high amount? I would have been guess at least much. 15%. He was, I don't know. I don't think it was 15%, but, you know, it was, it was a little bit. How did he get into this thing? It's only 90 he, minutes, Andrew, so... Like I said, did he owe Jerry Seinfeld money? Why is he so prominent in this movie? 
I mean, why why is he was the one in the court case, right? He was the one who had his name on the on the beat on like the honey, right? He was playing himself. Right. Yeah. Like, I get it, it's supposed to be a spoof of like Newman's own, but still. Yeah, I think they just thought it was funny. They're like, yeah, Ray Liotta. That'll be funny. Good for you. There were all sorts of like random people in here. Like Larry King was himself. Yeah. yeah be Larry King. <laughs> and like Michael Richards and Patrick Warburton were in it, and they were in Seinfeld. I mean, along with Jerry Seinfeld, of course. And then like Matthew Broderick was in it. John Goodman was in it, Chris Rock, Kathy Bates, all sorts of people. I'll give you that there were a lot of really funny bits in this movie. Like, I did laugh a decent amount for a movie written by Jerry Seinfeld. I feel like I, I laughed, like, a decent amount. Why, why did you qualify it with <laughs> for a movie that was written by Jerry Seinfeld? He had a really Jerry successful... A, that's saying, my point. Genius. He made that's the my most, point. The funniest... Well, you're saying, like, he, we should be laughing at Jerry Seinfeld? Or yes, you? I'm saying for a movie written by Jerry Seinfeld, the comedic genius, I laughed a decent amount. Oh, so you're, you're giving it, you're grading at a higher scale. than normal. I'm saying for a movie that should be theoretically hilarious, I laughed, like, a mediocre amount. I did ah, not laugh I as see. much as I would hope ah, to I in see. a movie written by Jerry Seinfeld. So, I mean, like, I still same. laughed. I laughed. I thought it was funny at parts, but I also was just like, okay. <laughs> Does Seinfeld rate like other movies prominently? I look, obviously he's really famous for Seinfeld, but I don't think so. And like that was another thing that really had me wondering after this movie. I mean, this movie in general made me ask lots of questions. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> like, how does a bee fly? Despite the laws of thermodynamics. It was. I don't know. I just. I like. I walked away from this movie. I'm like Jerry Seinfeld was such a successful actor. And he was on one of the most, you know, well-known and, and respected TV shows from the 90s. So, like, why was his only stab at a movie the B movie? <laughs> Once you reach the top, where else are you supposed to go, Andrew? <laughs> I mean, good question. But, I mean, was he at the top? He, I mean, when you, he started when you off in television. Top, then you have to the pioneer something like brand movies, new. I guess. I guess so. I was going to say, his, when you go on his Wikipedia page and you look up his work for films, it's all just cameos. Every other movie he's in has ever been is always a cameo, and then he has writing, director, producing credits for B movie. So this is literally his only shot at the silver screen, which is insane to me. I think that if this movie had come out one year later, it it would have been a hit. I mean, it's it still made money. The, it would have been Double in the golden budget. age of two thousand eight. Wow. I think this would have gotten crushed in two thousand eight. No one had money. Uh, that's, my, that's what I'm joking. Uh, okay, two thousand eight was. Uh, that was one the best year went, forever for film. Like a yeah, were you on the we were on the Wait, Dark Knight one? Oh yeah, that's right. At the yeah, end, we were just listing off like the twenty movies that were yeah. really solid you in two thousand eight. Same year as in Bruges. That's right. I think these movies would have complemented each other. I don't know. There's not much this movie does complement. I. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm no, I'm saying if it if it came out in two thousand eight, it would have been a totally different movie that was better. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. Like they they should have pushed it out another year and oh, reworked the whole thing. I don't know if you can't. Like make it would this rise to the better. occasion of oh eight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like two thousand eight would have blessed it with its charm. Anyway, Chad. Chad, what did you think about this movie? <laughs> I don't have nice things to say about it. I 
I really I'm not gonna lie. I pitched this as a as a joke when I originally brought this up as something <laughs> that we should watch. And when you guys were like, we can watch the boom the B movie, I was like, well, I guess I'll double down and, and get us to watch it. <laughs> so I thought there's no way I can get these guys to sit through something as ridiculous as the B movie. But here we are watching it. And and after watching it again, man, it's not good. It's I not. there's the plot is terrible. The pacing is terrible. I don't like the script or most of the dialogue. I don't think the animation is very good for that period. Oh, like, totally, I totally agree. I, it's it's just like it's, it does not hold up. Oh, it is not. It did not age well. It's not good. Like, uh, oh, man, I there is. You guys were talking about there's some funny bits and there's some funny jokes. I, the only time that I laughed watching this entire film is in the courtroom scene where Barry like points to defendants and he's like, in servitude to the white man. And then the one <laughs> like black wear like slides over a little bit. I, that was the only time I was like, that that's pretty fucking funny. Like, I like that. That, that seems hilarious. <laughs> that one was funny. Everything else, I was like, this is just ridiculous. And I don't know if it's just me, but Jerry Seinfeld voice acting for an animated character versus just like him on his TV show, I thought he was an awful voice actor. I did not like most of the line delivery for Barry B. Benson or just like casual conversation. I thought I thought he leaned into like his voice way more than he would when he just normally delivers like lines for a TV show or a stand-up or something. And it really just, it really graded me down the entire movie. So the longer I watched it, the more just upset I got at everything that was happening <laughs> because number one, the plot was getting more ridiculous. The pacing was getting more ridiculous. And just the, the way that he was saying his lines just kept making me more and more angry. So maybe it's a personal thing, but, yeah, I don't have I don't have a lot of good things to say, but impact. It's gonna get it's gonna get a, some some good impact scores. It's gonna salvage this. It's still in the basement, mm-hmm. but it, it'll it'll bounce back just a little bit because <laughs> the memes. Memes alone will survive. Will help it survive. That's pretty much what I wrote for my review. I was basically like, this movie was not good. The only thing is that it made me appreciate Shrek and other animated movies even more. Uh, and it's only remained relevant because of the memes. So that's that's pretty much my stance. Although I will say, I no. as much as the plot meandered a lot, I think the plot was one of its strongest features just because it was so weird and unique. Like I, I can feel that. I see Chad disagrees, though. I thought the plot was very, like interesting because i don't i could it's like the kind of plot you don't remember it's the kind of plot you don't you're like what that is way too that makes that a good plot (laughs) (laughs) okay that's a good point maybe i'm maybe i'm walking myself into a corner here all i know is that at the end there we have gone from somehow be winning a lawsuit against all of humanity in the most ridiculous courtroom that I've ever seen in my entire life. There's no way that decision would stand if it was appealed to a higher body, but they go to where there's just like a plane and a bunch of bees are like kind of flying, but also like a person is flying because they got to get flowers that they have back to New York to pollinate. I don't know. It goes so off the rails 
And it all happens so quickly that I'm like, what on God's earth is going on right now? Yeah, I, I have a lot of, yeah, I do have a lot of issues with that plot point. Just like the fact that all the flowers, I mean, obviously it's, it's a, it's an animated movie, so you can suspend disbelief a little bit. Like the fact that there are talking bees kind of changes things, but I don't think that. I think everything in this movie is grounded in reality. Instantly, and I'm going to judge it that way. <laughs> well, the plane, the plane flying like a bee, that was definitely a highlight of reality. Little dose of realism right there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's like. I think that's one thing that made me like really dislike this movie. The fact that it's it wants you to take it seriously, but then it does stuff like that. It does stuff like it wants you to take it seriously. Like this is a court case. We're going to make references to the white man. We're going to be like a serious adult movie here. And then we're going to like pollinate all the flowers in two seconds in all the entire uh, like Central Park. And it's all going to happen immediately the second we get like one little batch of flowers back. And it's going to be the the lawyer B who thought of the big idea. It's not going to be like some ecologist who figured out how to actually fix the problem. No, it's going to be some B who's a self-proclaimed lawyer. That'll do it. That's realistic right there. So, you, David, I know you mentioned that first off the plot to this is ridiculous, but... You mentioned that this reminds you of like Shrek and other animated movies. This reminds me so much of the Lorax. And you were saying like, do you, you think the movie like wants you to take it seriously, but then it does the most ridiculous stuff ever? I feel like it wants you to take it seriously, kind of in the way that the Lorax wants you to take it seriously. But the Lorax kind of like, like actually delivers on its message at the end, where the B movie is like. And then we're going to solve, like, mass bee death by getting some flowers and putting the bees back to work, and everything's fixed. Mm-hmm. Everything's done. So I, I remember thinking that, man, this is, this is very similar to the Lorax and that we need to take care of the environment. But really, that message is buried deeply beneath many, many missed jokes. Yeah, I was about to say, like, what is the message of this movie? Because, like, I guess you could kind of see, like, an environmental angle, but I feel like it was definitely before the whole, like, Save the Bees movement and all that stuff. Yeah. And and I didn't really get that until you mentioned it, personally. I don't think there was an environmental angle to this movie, personally. That's not the vibe that I took away. I, I, I went into it thinking that's what it would be, and then I didn't I didn't get that sense, even though they were like, you know, save the flowers. It was more like, if the bees don't work, then the flowers will die. So we need the bees to keep working and doing what they were doing before, even though we don't really need them to for themselves. Like, they don't need to do it for them. They need to do it for the world. Which is such a weird way to end any story. You know, what is, first of all. And, like, looking back now, I'm I'm kind of like, yeah, why, why did they make the plot like that? But then I also remember... Um, Tanner's like most frequent criticism of Seinfeld, which is that it's a show about nothing. And I kind of that's kind of how I feel about this movie too. Is there's a movie about nothing basically? Yeah, it was kind of like easy to meme. Exactly. It's kind of like it's kind of like they took a Bug's Life and gave it to like 
all the scrappy animators and we're like, all right, here's this kind of like leftover idea. Why don't you make like the generic version of a bug's life? And then this is what we got. And then Jerry Seinfeld wrote the script. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I, I also think personally, this movie hit me in a bad, like I did not, I was, I was open-minded when I went in to watching this film and then they just did Ken so dirty, like right from the get go. I get it. He's a doofus the entire film. He's a total like wacko. But at the beginning, in the first couple scenes, he's actually kind of normal. Like he's playing tennis. He has a resume. And then he like wants to kill a bee like most normal people would do if a bee was in your house. And it was just like chilling in your guacamole on your chip like you'd kill it. And then. When he doesn't get to kill it, they're like, oh, you're going to put that on your resume, Ken? Like, don't be so mean to the guy. He's trying to get a job. Like, God, what is wrong with you people? Grind, grind set. Hustle mindset. He's just trying to get it. He's just got a, he's got a cool resume with pictures on it. I mean, dude, <laughs> guy's grinding. <laughs> Wasn't and his he resume like into a madness. brochure? Yeah, his resume was awesome, I think, personally. I think his, his resume is gold. I would hire him to be my personal chef any day of the week um but i just thought i he did eventually become a totally goofy and wacko character who like you're not rooting for anymore but at the beginning i'm like dude i'm rooting for ken like i don't i don't understand why ken is such a bad comparison or foil for for barry benson so honestly like i like i would go insane too if everything that happened to him happened to me if a b a literal Mm -hmm. b came in, stole my woman, and then sued the human race. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I need to take it back, and I will say that there are two moments that I do remember laughing at this film, the first one being the courtroom joke. And at the very end, Ken looks up at the flower shop, and he goes, a bee is living my life. And, yeah. And his buddy is like, you gotta let it go, Ken. I was like, this yeah. man is having the most normal human reaction to the most ridiculous thing. It's almost like if you put like a real human into this world that was constructed for this film, what they would be like, because I, his reactions are completely appropriate, yeah. but they seem so ridiculous because everything else is so ridiculous. <laughs> I just think, yeah, I think Ken, Ken's reactions to everything. Like he's like, Oh, I just want to like cuddle and, you know, watch, watch a movie with you. And like, you know, do all this regular human couple stuff. Like he seems like a totally normal guy to be in a relationship with. And she's like, no, I want to work with this bee to sue the human race. I, I need you to go away, Ken. Scram. <laughs> now, sure, once once he realizes Barry's like a sentient human like a sentient being, I think that him trying to murder him was kind of over the top and definitely probably not appropriate, but I still think they did him totally dirty in this movie and they make him seem like a like a buffoon. You know who Ken reminds me of? Jerry from Rick and Morty. He's just like <laughs> he's just like the just the super normal, typical person who like everybody picks on because he's just like so you know <laughs> nondescript. Yeah. Yeah. Well it doesn't help that I really like Patrick Warburton Warburton as an actor and I I just hated to see him be like the fall guy for this whole movie. Yeah, wasn't he Kronk in yes! the uh, Emperor's that's why, New that's Crew? Why I like Kronk was <laughs> like so such a better character, though. It's true. Yeah. That's a great movie. Man, we should have watched that. 
I know Emperor's New Groove. Disney that Plus, one I would be down to put on the list. That is an underrated. I've watched that movie, movie within the last year, and it's it's still gold. You know, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back on what I said at the very beginning of the podcast because I, I feel like the Emperor's New Groove is also a very heavily memed movie. Probably not as much as the B movie, but like heavily memed, but still really solid. That one's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, the memes reflect the quality of the material. I think some some of the memes for the B movie, like they were. Like, they're not the kind of meme you'd still really use today. They're kind of a passing meme because they didn't really mean anything. They they just reflected that whole, like, meaninglessness that's in the B-movie. And that how silly it is to put this movie on times two speed every time they say the word B. Like, it's just, it is silly and it is funny. It makes you laugh. But it's, it's the kind of thing you're like, okay, I've seen that once. Maybe I've seen it 14 different times in di- different iterations, but now I'm done. <laughs> um, whereas I feel like pull the lever cronk is still funny because just because it's it's a funny movie it's it's like funny lines that like yzma screaming wrong lever cronk will never not be funny or uh it's such a shared experience too that i love yeah like yeah you can say that to almost anybody our age you know pull the lever and everybody knows what you're <laughs> talking about wrong lever <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah, there's a lot of things like SpongeBob. SpongeBob is memed to oblivion, and it's still one of the best shows of all time. So, true, true. But I, I think I think where you're coming from is just the fact that the B movie memes are so weird, and not exactly the same context. So, I I get what you're saying though. All right, you know what? I think I'm done here. You guys have anything else to say before we go into scores? All right, let's go. All right, I'm going to hand it over to Beard. What did you rate this movie? Well, um, I got to admit, it uh, I, it did not get a great score to begin with, but it, uh, the score actually started going down uh, pretty quickly once we started talking about it because you guys said so many <laughs> not great things to say about it. Um, so let's see. There we go. Group think. Will, Let's go. <laughs> that, no, that's Buzzing like a bee. You're a hive mind in here. <laughs> like, honestly, I think a lot of my scores, I think my I think my rankings would be totally different if we discussed every movie on my list in this. We setting. should do. We should have done. If we could go back, we should have done like our pre podcast ratings on a separate page. And then had like our post podcast ratings on another oh, yeah. page, so we could see where where things fell based on what people liked and what. Pe- and then you could know what you liked and what everyone else made you think you liked. Yeah, that that actually would have been a lot of fun. Oh well, yeah, I should have um, kept some versions. But or like fifty movies too late for that. All right, well, moving on. What did you rate this movie? Well, let's see. Okay, so I I of the higher scores, um, definitely eight for impact. Um, like Chad uh, kind of hinted that he would rate because, you know, the memes, obviously. I also gave it seven in enjoyability because, you know, I, I did enjoy watching this movie, generally speaking. Um, I, I, I thought there were lots of funny lines. Like one we didn't even talk about was um, I forget, like, even the context of it. But it was like um, they were talking about, like, the queen bee. And but like there was like some guy dressed up <laughs> like women's clothes and they're like he's like that's not a queen that's a drag queen (laughs) 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 oh my god it was so funny i like i cracked up with that and there's just other like random stuff too like (laughs) 
<laughs> like at the beginning, they're talking about their graduation and uh, Barry's like, oh, you know, there was a there's quite a bit of pomp for the circumstance. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like stupid lines that I know Chad would hate, but I like find funny. Um, so anyway, seven for enjoyability, but that everything else be, that, that line had me straight faced the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably the only person who laughed at that. The um, first like seven minutes of this, they're just ripping off these lines and yeah. it took everything in my power to power through the first 10 minutes. Cause I, was like, I know it's not all like this, but Man, he he went into the the. He must have had like a list of jokes, and he was like, "I'm gonna write a script about this." And he started with the jokes, and then just kept going from there because, it, man, the first few minutes of this it is just one-liners, like That's playing weird puns. It's awful. It's yes. horrible. That's probably what it was. And I mean, and that's like that's like the comedy I like about Jerry Seinfeld. But he probably like. He's like, all right, I'm going to like take all this like leftover stand-up material and make it into a movie. And he's like, oh, shoot, it only lasted 10 minutes. <laughs> Better make the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I mean, on the lower end, plot four, character development four, profoundest four. And those are like even kind of generous. I <laughs> might even get bumped down. Um, overall score, 56. Rated... 196 out of a possible 215. Wow. What is below this movie? Uh, well, immediately below is actually the notebook. <laughs> oh, dang. But they actually got the same score. Um, Mank is below this. Okay, that's um, fair. Let's see. Avatar? I didn't like Avatar. Mm. Um, that's, but I, I know I'm kind of, that, that's kind of an unpopular opinion. Um, you mean like the Shyamalan like Avatar, right? Not like. No, actually, I mean, I mean, Blue People Avatar. I mean, I'd never seen M Night Shyamalan. M Night Shyamalan Avatar would be like a two. I would rate that lower than Zack Snyder's Justice League. God, that movie yeah. is so bad. And I haven't even seen it, but like I know it would be bad. I watched the um, what's that guy Chad? Um, Cosmonaut. Oh, Cosmonaut Variety Hour. Yeah. I watched his review about the M. Night Shyamalan Avatar, and that's, that's all I needed to see. I legit thought to myself, I should watch that movie. I watched the trailer, and I was like, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Beard. 56. Not bad. All right. Colin, give a score. Yep. I gave it a uh, 4.7 out of 10. So like a 47 on the normal scale. Mhm. Oh, that's that's a bad. That's a it's a fair Lately score. Slightly worse than average. <laughs> that, that was kind of specific. You've only done like intervals of 0.5 before, right? I know. Mm-hmm. I had to think about because I my gut was four and a half, and I was like, that's a little too mean. But I was like, I couldn't give it a five. Mm-hmm. So I went with 4.7. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. I like it. All right. Um, Chad, what did you rate this movie? I think Chad might be frozen, so I will jump in. All right, David, what did you rate this movie? Well, thanks for asking. I rated this movie a... <laughs> hey, David. Oh, thanks, David. David, you're looking great today. Oh, thank you. David, really you shouldn't have. <laughs> you, oh, you remembered. Of course I did. <laughs> well, I am you, and I barely remembered anyway. Anyway, I rated this movie a... I originally rated it a 60. 
And that was given that the plot, I rated it as an eight because I actually like as much as I didn't like this plot, I also have to respect it for going all over the place and kind of doing something unique when they could have done something so generic, you know, for a movie that's very similar to like the ants or the bugs life. Like you were saying, this movie could have been another generic bug related movie, but instead they went and, you know, they mix it up and kind of took humans to court for making honey which again i'm not even sure the premise that bees don't like being smoked is true because i'm pretty sure i've seen videos on youtube where they talk about how beekeeping is like good for bees and they actually kind of like being smoked which maybe i'm misremembering but that's kind of how i remember that fact going so i i don't even know if the plot has any grounding but i still liked it enough but now after we talked about it lowered it to a six I did not enjoy this movie at all. Gave it a four. Pretty much everything, six, sevens, and fives. Although Impact also did get an eight from me. So that leaves us with a total score of 58. That is my lowest movie on my list by far. (laughs) I think the next one up is uh, Airplane with a 62. And then like 66 for in... Oh, that can't be right. Oh, God uh never mind it's definitely not in bruges with a 66 david pull the lever david wrong lever (laughs) wait wait so you're saying you liked i'm thinking of anything's more than b movie yeah well okay i didn't say i liked it that would be the enjoyability Wow. Okay. I'm saying it's a better movie. I'm saying it's a better Mm. movie because it has a lot more effort and actual intent put into it, and it's actually well made. I think it's a well. I think I'm thinking of anything as a well made movie. I just don't think it's a good movie. Mm. That's I think the difference. So you're saying B movie is as good as In Bruges? No, B movie is way worse than In Bruges. Mm. At least at least eight points worse. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't change my rating of In Bruges. Now that we've talked about it, yes, reflected on we, it a lot, I think if I went back, I'd, I'd actually rate it a lot higher, knowing should, what I'm going into. Yeah, but in I the moment, I really like did a, not do it. Like an end of the year rewatch of In Bruges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm down for that. One hundred. That was a that was a rough time. When did we? I must have like, I don't see my rating for. Oh, there it is, Citizen Kane. Yeah, we watched In Bruges, then Citizen Kane, then Mank. That was a really rough couple weeks. Anyway, all right, Chad, round us out. What did you rate this movie? Poorly. It is low. Uh, Not good plot, not good character development, not good acting, not good special effects. Great impact. Stellar (laughs) impact. Big fan of the memes. I like the fact that you can buy a t-shirt that has the entire script of this movie printed on it because the script is so short you can <laughs> actually do that utterly ridiculous but so fun that that is still a thing it is overall a 45 uh it 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 got like two scores above a five for me and that's about it it's nice. not great i did not you know find many redeeming qualities and i i did i did want to because i pitched this and it's pretty ridiculous that considering some of the things that we've watched that this is on the list but it's at the bottom of the list and i guess something needs to be 
I'm glad that it is within the company of Mank, and I'm thinking of ending things because that's where it belongs, in the basement or in the trash. Well, um, I'm glad we watched I it, will, too. I will, I will throw in my closing remark. The only redeeming quality of this film is that it is only 90 minutes long, so you don't have to waste any more time. all right well there will not be any hunter's fun facts today because as you may know at this point hunter is not with us this week so on that note we'd love to hear from our listeners whether it's behind the scenes questions or movie suggestions did you like this movie did you hate this movie this movie make you want to drop everything for an interspecies relationship let us know by leaving a rating on apple podcasts or email us at ampedaboutmovies at gmail.com We hope this episode has gotten you amped about the B-movie, and we'll catch you next week when we discuss Shutter Island. Peace. Cool. Dope. Dope.